Welcome, everybody, to episode 121 of the Dorksman Podcast. I'm Nate, a.k.a. Angry Nate. I ain't afraid of no Clint. <laughs> well, you should be, because I am Collector Clint. Why would you be afraid of Clint? I didn't Does he say I was. I just said, I ain't afraid of no Clint. But, like, that is Other people that, are. Yeah, but that yeah, would there, mean Yeah, there are other that, people. That you have a double negative in there, is what he's saying. So your ain't and your no means you are afraid of Clint. I, exactly. I, I am afraid of, yes, Clint. But why would is that a double that? positive? Does that have the same effect as a no, double it's negative? Like, it's like math. <laughs> it's terrible. Math is math is math hard. is hard. Math is hard. But why would you be afraid of Clint? Like you see him every. You've week seen Clint though, right? Exactly. Why would you be afraid of him? Just imagine Clint oh, what, what in like just... a white panel van that says "free candy" okay, on the outside terrifying. of it. Well, one of you is saying I'm a I'm a wimp, and the other one is saying I'm a pedophile. Awesome. So I yes, mean, definitely be afraid of. I mean, if the mustache fits. Don't be ain't afraid of Clint, is what I'm hearing. I ain't no afraid of no Clint. Is that right now? Sure. It's a triple negative that makes it a positive. That's right. No, that Wait, makes so I'm positive negative. I'm afraid of him? No, that makes... Yeah, it's positive you're afraid of him. Yeah, it's, it's a triple negative, so it's still negative. Yeah, it's still negative. I did the math. So you just be an infinite number of negatives, it never becomes a positive. Well, no, I... <laughs> an even number of negatives would make it a positive. Yes. <laughs> this is your math lesson... Slowly yeah. and horribly presented by the Dorksman. Don't so, listen to us for any life advice or math advice. A good time was had at all. Our geography. I, I'm, or still not, yeah. <laughs> I'm going south for Emerald City, right? Uh, <laughs> You're digging. Ish, right? I'm digging. <laughs> going to dig me a hole. Anyway. How far south is of are you of? No, you're north of. What? I am, I am, we are both south of Emerald City Comic Con, what lo- location of Washington. I am, I'm the furthest south of yes. anybody right, yes, in, but our, you are actually in our in circle. The south. Yes. yes. Yeah. I'm, I'm but I further guess south latitude. Nobody can claim they live in the south in compared to Joe. Yeah. Well, unless you lived in Orlando. Wouldn't Orlando technically be more south? Than oh, maybe Tanner is further Tanner is, yeah. I'll have yeah. to look at the lines of latitude. There's your geography lesson of the day. Lines, lines of, of latitude, latitude and longitude. Dude, that was like the worst geography lesson. Like, what am I ever going to use this? It's, it's so like, difficult yeah. to explain to kids because lines yeah. of latitude run east to west but yeah. measure distances north to south. And longitude yeah. runs north to south but measures distance east to west. And it's just – they just they, they just can't Their grasp that can't concept. Grasp it. Well, it's okay because it just when we were pirates. Phones. That's all it was. They wanted to make sure that even the pirates were taken care of. Our That's what smartphones are for. You don't need to teach anymore, Joey. You just, just tell them to Google it. <laughs> oh. Oh hey, yeah, Siri, yeah. Teach my lesson. Tanner's definitely further south than me, in Orlando, latitude wise. But like, dude, people wise, you're in you're in the south. I am I am in the south. <laughs> Thanks for reminding me. I'm sure he needed that reminder. I'm sure he shocked. No, he didn't because he was at Thanksgiving this past week, and he he told us some stories about his Thanksgiving. So, um, doesn't no need bueno. that reminder. No bueno. Oh man, sorry. Yes, happy Thanksgiving uh, to you Americans that celebrated last week um, or just got together with family and whatnot. Hope you had an enjoyable holiday. Um, Saw the Macy's parade. Those other places, I hope. Yes, the float went off without a hitch. But those other places, we also hope you're doing well. I hope you have something to be thankful for. Yeah, regardless if you're celebrating or not. I hope you're thankful for something. Anyways, I'm thankful for these motherfuckers. Do you want to hear something crazy? Yeah, I just let's looked do it. it up because I was curious about it. <laughs> so where I'm living at is a, at about 32 and a half degrees north latitude. 
Yeah. Okay. San Diego is 32.7. So I'm just barely further south than our crew that lives in San Diego. And that's San Diego proper, so they could actually live even so even further south, right? They they could. Because I, mean, I, I think somebody where... lives in Chula Vista. I can't remember who it is. Is that Manny? Yeah, maybe. Manny. So so they may be further south than there me. you go. Interesting. Your fun fact of the day. Do I'm just gonna keep up looking up places in their lines of latitude while we record. Yeah. Okay. Good. Well Nate will just be looking up our subject, so I'll uh I don't know. I'll look up Bitcoin or something. Nope, I'm still further south than Chula Vista. Ha! Take that, Manny. Maybe. Or <laughs> right in your face. It's one of y'all. One of you South California people. So Manny Cal. or Ricky or... Um, so does that make them part cheese? of Deep South? No. <laughs> no, because they're too far west and de- by default is yeah. my understanding. Sure, whatever. Don't try to... Yeah, don't try to, you know, pawn off your southernness on the other Southern California folks. But maybe if I distribute it, it won't be as bad. <laughs> distribute, Jesus. <laughs> no, nobody wants the rest. No, don't pass that around to the rest of the no, I'm country. Gonna, I'm going to give it to Canada. No, we have we have plenty of those fuck nuts in Canada. Already. Do y'all? We do. We actually do. Um, it's not great, and they're not as they're obviously <laughs> obviously not as that's not great, but they're not as uh, they're not as vocal or as organized. But uh, the majority of us actually just point and laugh when we see them. So it actually happens. Like you know, the rest of Canada is very united against these idiots. Is what I'm trying to say. Good. So it's not like a 50-50 split, which is what it no, seems like around here. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, our government stands up and actually says, no, this is bad. They're bad people. Don't do not do what they do. Nice. Yeah. Must be nice. Anyway. That's weird. He's, he's not great, but he's better than the alternative is what I like to say. <laughs> I mean, it's a low bar. <laughs> it it so. really is. But the, again, this is another episode that we we should go into. Yes, agreed. So let's do some housekeeping. Yeah, before that, actually, I was going to oh. say, we need to do an episode where Joey just teaches us shit. No, no. That's horrible. <laughs> horrible Professor, idea. We should do it during the holiday break when he's missing school. He's missing his students. i got to go back tomorrow. I'm not missing anything. <laughs> I was going to say, I don't know if I'd say missing is the right word to use there. <laughs> Wouldn't say I was missing it. Yeah. That's right. Maybe you were. It's okay. Office space shout out there. Right. <laughs> Love that movie. Mm-hmm. So good. Um, anyways, yes, housekeeping. Uh, dorksman at gmail.com. You can email us. The underscore dorksman. That's at Twitch and Twitter and Instagram. That's where you can find us. You make sure you follow us there. I got all twisted up because we went on a like 10-minute rant about random shit instead of doing what we're supposed to do. That always happens. I was going to say, we're good at it. Uh, dorksmanbingo.com if you want to play bingo. Uh, as always, shout out to Andrew from the Torby Wine Podcast and the Brothers Newland uh, for building that wonderful website for us where we could have the bingo card. And also shout out to Larry from a Totally Rad Movie Pod and also the STS guys for <laughs> building that redirect. It's like snake jazz. Yes. Actually, what I thought of is it's it's that joke about the fish. Oh yeah! Oh yes! Oh, see, Nate would get that reference if he had actually seen. We'll get what there. We're, gonna be we're, we're getting ahead of today. ourselves. We'll no, get there. I don't have time for that. You? I don't have time for you now. How do you feel? Yeah, Burn. that's right. All right. right? See ya. Uh-huh. Anyway, moving right along. <laughs> uh, but yeah, and make sure you guys. By the way, STS guys and 
Toy Rewind Podcast are both part of the Cross the Streams Median. CTS Media. The Media. And Kits. Kits. Which is a very appropriate name for our topic at hand today. Anyways, CTS Media. At CTS Media on Twitter. And also CrossStreamsMedia.com. Lots of wonderful podcasts there. As Clint mentioned, we're there. A whole bunch of other great podcasts are there. Make sure to check everyone out there. Um, yeah, and on to the next thing that we love to do, besides not being ready for the podcast. Make fun of Clint? Oh, we did that for like 20 minutes before we started recording. Oh! On the air Don't right worry, now. it'll come Clint around. Sucks. Yeah, it'll come around. It always comes back around. Anyways, the actual thing that we do love is the Ask the Dorksman portion. We love your questions. Your questions are great. Please keep them coming. Uh, our first question this week comes from our good friend Meg Stalker, multiple time guest. Hello, Meg. Um, her question is in the What If series, propose some interesting swaps in the Marvel universe, you know, such as Peggy Carter taking up Captain Carter uh, as T'Challa as Star Lord. Uh, she wants to know if you could swap any character from one video game into another video game, who would you pick? Uh, she'd probably choose to swap Wolverine from the classic X-Men game to Super Mario 3 because, you know, chaos and destruction. <laughs> Solid. I'm going to be, like, super boring about this, um, but it was the first thing that came, in my, uh, came to my mind when I saw the question earlier, and that's to switch out um, Mario for Sonic and mm. just try to... You know how they have those people that, you know, do the speed run of the original mm. Mario Brothers? Mm. Just do the they speed do run faster. with Sonic? Yes, because, I mean, everything just, I mean, they're both side-scrollers. The principle's still the same. You can jump up with Sonic and, you know, you know, hit the, the, the Goombas and the, the Koopa Troopers and, and whatever else. So it still works pretty much the same. It would just be really cool doing it, A, with a different character, and B, being able to do it, like, super fast. And just the blocks, you know, you could just rip into them with <laughs> his dash and all that kind of stuff. So I would, right. I would love to do it with that one. What's funny... Um... They read the first Super Mario Maker. I think it was for the, the Wii U. They, if you get, you can switch them out with characters, and Sonic's one of them. So you can actually oh, really? put Sonic into the Super Mario Brothers game. Now, uh, it's eight bit, which is kind of funny, uh, and it also he works the same as like Mario or any other character. So oh, he so he doesn't. Do, like, yeah, go but super it's, fast but there is at least something like that that does exist, which is pretty cool. I mean, they did it with a whole bunch of different characters. Basically, if there's an amiibo for it, there's a character in the game for it, which is kind of neat, you know. Uh, I always like seeing Link in there, you know, <laughs> seeing him run mm-hmm. sideways and whatever. So I understand your answer. And I actually thought that at one point myself. However, that wasn't my final answer. I actually think I want to see um, I want to see Samus in one of the brand new like Breath of the Wild Zelda mm. games. And I think part of that is because I'm knee deep in Metroid Dread right now. And I'm loving it, by the way. It's a it's a great game. It's super hard. Um, I, I'm glad there's no counter on how many times you died because I'm sure I'm already in the four digits. But regardless, uh, I think it'd be neat to see uh, see those abilities in the world of Hyrule and see, you know, just see how everyone reacts. And, and instead of a sword, you have a blaster. Kind of switch it up. I thought of something like that, too. I thought about, like, putting some, like, ridiculous character in, like, a super serious one. Like, I was thinking about putting Claptrap in The Last of Us or something, <laughs> something be dumb, dumb like be awesome. that. <laughs> Um, for me, I would love to see like Bart Simpson in GTA. So Which, like, like original Bart Simpson. Um, what was the NES game called with him in it? Attack of the Space Mutants. Yeah, something like that. Oh yes, oh yeah. classic NES games. How initial. Yeah. 
<laughs> they were difficult. That game was hard as hell. Like there's so many puzzles in that game. Oh man, like these kids nowadays think they're, you know, uh Halo and and Call yeah. of Duties are difficult. Mm. Like, bro, you have no idea no like idea. playing that or Mega Man or the right. Turtles game where you had to With swim no through file? all the shock, on, man. shocking seaweed yeah. stuff, man. Mm. Y'all don't know what's up. No, they don't know. They don't know difficulty. But the thing is, the thing is, and this might be why they say it's harder because in those games, at least the way I understand it, there's like there is an ending you can't achieve. It's hard to achieve that ending. I think mm-hmm. with us with Nintendo games originally, we just assumed we'd never get there. <laughs> we're like, yeah. whatever, right? Yeah. yeah so it didn't like, seem yeah. as hard because we're like, we we expected it. Nowadays, yeah, mm-hmm. you're right. They go back and play them like, what the hell? I should be able to save this, but yeah, yeah. Um, I think but it was just can't. perspective. Nope. Sorry, you're back at one one, buddy. Good luck. Da 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 that's why I think some of the programmers put in those, like uh, like for Mario, like the warp. Uh, oh yeah, totally. like you know, to to find those places to where you could, I guess, quote unquote, cheat. And then it's like, look, if 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 your system nowadays doesn't need a game genie in order to be able to beat this game, then your game is not that difficult. <laughs> I mean, I don't know how many of y'all use the game genie to to basically hack your game to be able to get stuff that that mm-hmm. you couldn't normally get that was right. me I, I had a game genie. Oh, i love the game genie. game genie is so good but you know yeah. what i mean there's been it's been an amazing like niche market then that speed runs and stuff like that have happened because of it so i mean maybe they did know what they were doing i don't know maybe maybe they know what they're doing maybe it was a happy accident i mean those things happen too happy little accidents that's right um but yeah i think i think bart would be I think it's a great pick for like a GTA game because you know he's a little Hellraiser and it would fit nicely. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think it'd be I think it'd be a lot of fun. I think that's a great answer, man. But thank you, Meg, for the question. Um, Meh. 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 <laughs> Meh. We got to have her on again soon for something. Well, I don't yeah. know what the topic is, but maybe she <laughs> wants to learn something from Joey, like math or something. Mm, I don't mm, know. Mm, 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 mm. <laughs> We'll figure it out. Whatever Meg wants. Meg, let us know what you want to talk about. Whatever we'll have you back Meg on. wants. Whatever Meg wants. <laughs> Sorry. She wants you to stop singing is what she actually said. I didn't hear that. Yeah, she did. Oh, she just, she just messaged me. Yeah. <laughs> she can hear it all the way from Broomfield. May, I know y'all are recording right now. Make sure Clint doesn't sing. Yeah. she. I got the same message. Oh, I'm With glad more you swear it. words. <laughs> <laughs> I forget Meg swears like a sailor. My bad. Yeah. It really does. It's true. <laughs> Anyways, our next question comes from our friend Mandy, a.k.a. Simshu. Hello, Mandy. Uh, Her question is, uh, what would you do if you went outside and saw a fleet of unidentified spacecraft hovering in the sky? Uh, She would stand there and watch uh, with all the possible chaos happening for a few minutes and then probably check on what's happening and actually go from there, a.k.a. hide. (laughs) Now, why did she not say what I think everybody should immediately do, which is grab their phone and start recording it. Right. See, this is this is why we don't have good evidence, man. It's because that's yeah. not the first reaction that everybody <laughs> comes to is, let me get my phone out and record this and see what the crap is going on. Because that's exactly well, without, what my first... Oh, where's my phone? Oh, uh, what's going on? I mean, without that mentality, we wouldn't have had World Star, right? Like, that's why we need... Like, that's the mentality we need to have. Because without that, we would have never had been blessed with World Star. Because that's with like, what you don't know, World Star. No, I don't either. Oh my god, what are you talking are you, about? Are you kidding me? No, what are, are you, you talking both about? Actually, you Joey, especially, Canadian? are you kidding me? You, you don't Canadian? know World Star? No, I think oh you're making up something god. and just messing with us at this point. Oh my god, 
you really don't know? Or are you just actually fucking with me right now? You don't know Sandy Bottoms? That's that's what I'm going to start saying, just making okay. up random stuff. So you just... don't know the website worldstarhiphop.com? No. <laughs> I'll, I'll admit it, no. No. <laughs> Joey should know this. So basically, the, the running meme and the joke is that like there's all these fight videos on Worldstar. And they literally just yell, Worldstar, and then this guy comes like flying into the screen just knocks a dude out. So the fact that they were recording all these random things is what I... I hate you both. Anyways, continue, <laughs> Joey, with your answer. I already, I already answered. I would grab my phone and record You're it. You're terrible. And then yell, Worldstar. <laughs> well, I like that you brought in Sandy Bottoms there. And too, I would like just... we SpongeBob or something. I would just run in and just punch an alien. Yes. Like, Worldstar! Exactly. And just there punch him. Exactly. See, that's like 99% of the videos on yes. Worldstar is just that. That's right. what I would do. That's what Count me in. Punch an alien. <laughs> anyway, uh, as for my answer, I went. I w- I thought the exact same thing Mandy did. And the reason I thought that, I don't know if you guys have ever seen a tornado. Um, I, I, yes. Okay, mm-hmm. so I do remember only, I've only seen like really one funnel cloud start to materialize. I could not pull myself away. Like, you know, mm-hmm. I'm having my friend who's over at the house like, dude, get your shit in gear. We got to get downstairs where there's no windows so we don't die. And I'm like, yeah, hold on. I want to watch this <laughs> kind of thing, you know, uh, just because it was so mesmerizing. I think depending on what the unidentified flying object was, I might be in the same boat. I might grab my phone, but I mean, something like that. I almost see myself just getting frozen and just admiring. And, you know, I, I, for all I know, at this point, they're not, you know, hostile. Who knows they, that it wasn't prefaced. But I don't know. I think I'd, I think I'd be like just captivated and couldn't turn away. Same exact answer. Just make sure you just blow all the dust off of the cookbook that they're holding just to make sure you know exactly what their intentions are it's not it's not it's space yeah space dust it's just apparently space different dust. than other dust even though dust is dust so hey yes anyway that's my answer how about you nate i think that'd be i'd be the same thing i would i just stop and look and i don't know if i would actually break my phone out to record because it's just that's just not what i naturally would do i i might if i'm standing there long enough and like kind of get my bearings and being like okay maybe i should take a picture or i should record this but um i would literally do the same thing i would just be like caution to the wind i'd be like just completely mesmerized by it yeah. kind of like um kind of like when you're driving by like a car accident or like you know something you just always want to know more right like mm-hmm. obviously you just you just you're you can't take your eyes off of it um so that's probably what i would do i would probably do the same thing i would actually just spend as much time as I could understanding, looking at it to see what would happen. And then I would probably start asking around being like, Hey, do other people actually see this? And then kind of figuring out a plan from there, but definitely stopping and looking would be probably the end of me. Like they yeah. probably, yeah, I, I, yeah. That, that's, that's how we would die from an alien invasion is exactly. just be mesmerized. By I mean, I get it. I, I, I couldn't fault you for it for sure. Cause I'll be there with you. <laughs> I'll be dead. Good Space time. dust. Yes, space dust. Cool. By the way, space dust. Um, I meant to mention this earlier. Uh, Mandy, thank you for the question, by the way. That was great. Was Please keep question. them coming. Um, Meg actually sent that question originally as a voicemail on Cross the Streams Media, and we have been horrible about listening and remembering and recording those. So first of all, Meg, thank you for doing that. Secondly, if anybody else would like to, please keep doing that. And third of all, we will promise to keep a better eye on it. Maybe. Maybe. I, I'll, I mean, we can't do worse. So yeah, I promise I can do keep an eye on it. Challenge accepted. I will now do worse. I will delete all the recordings. 
Well, but you'd be, you'd, no, but you technically be paying more attention to them because you know they exist. That gummit, Clint. You need technicalities. <laughs> Sorry, I, I, I don't make the rules. I just live by them. Do you though? I just I don't make the rules. I just know of them. There okay, you go. Even then. <laughs> even then. Anyways, as as we said, we love your acid direction questions. Please, please, please keep them coming. We have a long list that we continue to build off of and we just pull them each week so if you've asked a question we will get to it at some point uh keep asking them we love them uh feel free to answer them yourselves when you see other people asking them mm-hmm. um we're we're open to seeing your answers so we love it thank you and now on to today's regularly scheduled programming um as we do here if we're going to spoil something we're going to tell you uh, right and early to pause the episode and come back to it. So this week is none different. Uh, we are going to be talking Ghostbusters Afterlife today. Uh, movie just came out last week. Uh, pretty good reviews, I think, so far. I, I know Clint and Joey have seen it, uh, and they, mm-hmm. they, I think they enjoyed it. I know, like some of our friends have seen it, and they, they really enjoyed. Well, it. of course we've seen it. We've about to record a podcast. Like, what kind of weirdo would have not seen the movie by the time we go to record a podcast on the movie? That's weirdo. me. Oh, oh, that's right. That's right. You're the weirdo. So you're no longer angry, Nate. You're a weird, weirdo, Nate. Always been. Slacker, Nate. <laughs> no, Fair enough. Always been. Fair no. enough. Um, yeah, I... Yeah, I, I, honestly, if movies aren't... If you're not a giant blockbuster movie like Dune or a Marvel movie, I'm still not super stoked to rush to see <laughs> the first week. That's just that's just me. Like, I'm not saying Ghostbusters isn't a great franchise and I don't love it and we'll get into all that stuff, but... Yeah, it just it didn't meet that criteria for me to rush to see it for the first right. week. And I'm okay with that because I'm okay with spoilers. Uh, I have, Full disclosure, I'm going to be reading about it on Wikipedia. <laughs> um, so this is this is what I bring to the podcast. I bring comic relief and just forgetting things and doing things as I feel like. By the way, Nate has promised that he will have Spider-Man in time for that one. Well, of course, it's a Marvel movie. No, just to be clear, that, that it's not that he doesn't try it for otherwise. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just, yeah. It's also been this fucking crazy week at work because of Black Friday right. and all that shit, and right. it's just stupid busy. But it I did find time to. <laughs> but I did find time to drink too much on Friday. So hey, um, priorities. It's always time for that. <laughs> it's always time for that. Anyways, back on topic. Um, please pause the episode if you are going to watch the movie at a later date. Or if you're okay with spoilers like I am, continue to listen and uh, enjoy. But you've been warned, uh, so you can only get mad at Clint if uh, if you want to get mad at one of us. So that's the rules. I I make them up, and I also abide by them. Apparently. Apparently. All right. Apparently. Talk about Ghostbusters Afterlife. Go. Let's right. go. Let's go. I Oh, well, you know what? I, I'll, I'll just throw it out there right now. I loved it. I thought it was great. It was right. very – it was a very enjoyable movie. Um and in a very surprisingly proper way to follow something up that's you know going on forty years old, it was mm-hmm. it was well done, mm-hmm. I would say. Um, it was fun. It was it was interesting because I think everyone going in doesn't really know what to expect because there aren't really any familiar characters going in initially. You know what I mean? So you kind of went in. Without kind of went in blind in a sense, so it was interesting. Now I have to admit I've seen the movie twice, 
So I mean, that, that's oh, well, you saw it, it twice. I saw it twice. I saw it because I wanted to see it because I thought originally we were talking about this the week before, which is fine that we didn't. I'm not upset about that. But um, over the holidays, my mom wanted to go see it. And I said, oh, I'll go see it with you. And I'm glad I did, because <laughs> in the first time I saw it, I somehow missed the first 15 minutes in the movie. <laughs> I, huh? I, yeah. I, I, the way it happened is I went to an AMC and the movie started at 12.15. I showed up at 12.22 thinking there were going to be previews and commercials, and boy, was I wrong. So Really? Because yeah. we had about 25 minutes of previews and commercials before well, ours started. And then I went, I went to Cinemark with my mom. Say, yeah, we did too, which mm. is expected. I'm not even mad about that. That's I like we previews. I like commercials. So I was like, what the hell? Why is there no advertisements here? Why is it already dark? All right, fine, whatever. So anyway, I'm glad I went and saw the second because it, or the set, saw it the second time because it helps explain a little bit of the movie that I was like, why'd they do that? How come this is happening, et cetera, and so forth. So Yeah, that first five minutes or so is, is I'm not going to say it's make or break, but it, it, it definitely sets some stuff up for later. Um, it makes everything make a little more sense. Because yeah. I'm like, because mm. one thing I didn't understand. Okay, so here's where the spoilers start. Um, just quickly in the movie, this, and I think everyone knows this part, at least from the previews, that um, Egon Spankler's family moves to his house in the middle of nowhere oklahoma for uh because they're broke we know that well while he's there um you find out there's a spirit that is interacting and her name's phoebe right the uh yes. the young daughter okay he's interacting that's what wikipedia her. says yeah i mean good. <laughs> i trust wikipedia on this one so um one thing that didn't make sense is you know while i'm watching there's this part where the spirit whoever it is encourages her to look in the floorboards and find an active trap with a ghost in it i was like why the hell's that there how'd that get there what's the point of this mm. yeah seeing in that first five minutes greatly explains that so my kind of overall impression before we get into any detailed stuff about it was yes it was great um i, I told clint this earlier when i first saw it 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 really felt like an old 80s movie like it just kind of had that everything like the cinematography the mm -hmm. writing everything kind of gave off off that 80s movies vibe to it like the original ghostbusters which i'm sure was done on uh, on purpose by reitman kind of mimicking his dad's um original uh mm -hmm. directing on it and it just kind of gave that goonies type of you know mystery vibe with the kids i think that helped too sure. the fact that it was centered a lot around younger characters which i think is a great way to kind of grab in a new generation and obviously and we'll get to this at the end they're playing on more of these um so i think that was that was perfect um and i thought it did a great job of bridging the gap between the first two movies and this kind of i i I don't know if you want to call it a soft reboot or if you want to call it a, you know, it's a true sequel, I guess, um, since it didn't really change anything. So I guess we really couldn't call it a reboot. Uh, but I think it did a great job bridging the gap without it being uh, forced, mm -hmm. so to speak, because that's what I was worried about. I was like, OK, I, I, I know they're all in here. How's that going to work? Um, in fact, I wanted to kind of see a, a little bit more. Of some of them, not Dan Aykroyd. I, I don't really care for Dan Aykroyd, but uh, Bill Murray and then uh, Ernie Hudson. Mm -hmm. I, I'm glad, and again, I'm getting ahead of myself, but I'm glad they had more for Ernie Hudson in this yes. one because I always felt like he was kind of one of yes. the overlooked uh, Ghostbusters. Um, so I'm glad he got he got super rich and apparently got his PhD at some point um, because I think he's now uh, a doctor as well. 
if I remember correctly. I think that actually happened in canon in a video game that came out. Oh, okay. Uh, about I think a decade or so ago. Because they just said he was a businessman. They never mentioned a doctor. But I, I think there was sense. like a, <clears throat> I think there was like a canon video game that came out in like 2009, if sure. I remember correctly. It was and, really fun. I think that was a good game. And in there, the he was one. he was called, uh, or he had the doctor, doctor. title. Um, in there, but I, th- I thought it was great. Uh, I really enjoyed it. Like I said, it was like a, a fun '80s movie. Um, obviously, the special effects were way better. It, it makes me want to go back and see the first one and the second one again. Agreed. Yep. Um, so hopefully, that's that's something I'll do at some point where I've got some free time, uh, maybe before this one comes out on uh, like Redbox or something like sure. that, or wherever it's going to end up. By the way, on. if you do like Dan Aykroyd, there's a whole podcast on Cross the Streams Media called the Dan Aykroyd Podcast. If you like to listen to that, just a heads up. Do it. You should absolutely do it. <laughs> not not you, apparently, Joey, but anyway. I, I just don't care for, for Dan Aykroyd. And I hated that he had a, a good bit of the lines before. Um, Why do you hate him so end. much? I don't know. I just don't care for his acting and his comedic tone. I don't know if that's the right word to use for it. I just I just don't care for it. I just right. don't care for him. Fair enough. But either oh, way. How dare you? He's um, Canadian. He's a good old Canadian boy. Oh, he was—he was part of that SCTV group. I was about he? to ask if he was yeah. part of that SCTV group. I think he was. Um, anyway, I was gonna—I I totally forgot what I was gonna say, but uh, yes, in case you didn't catch it, the other other cast members from the previous movies have made appearances in this one. I don't think that's really a surprise to anybody, but yes, it does happen if you were waiting for any kind of confirmation on that. Yeah. One thing I was gonna say to go with your '80s thought is the town they had it in was definitely stuck in time we'll say yeah i was super um, confused at the beginning because i thought it was like i oh, thought it sorry. was like a really far back flashback to like mm-hmm. maybe even before the ghostbusters formed in the 80s right i didn't realize mm-hmm. it was more like current time and they were just that town was just stuck in the 50s and the 60s look so i was really thrown off at the beginning and i don't know if that was intentional by the well, filmmakers right but it also gave you, um, it, 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 like you said, though, I think that helped give you the retro feel. Oh, definitely did, yeah. Do you think um, they, they're doing that on purpose, though? Like, do you think it's like, do you think it means anything because of the way that the move, like, just from the fact that he, that Egon trapped this ghost, this is what I'm reading from Wikipedia, yeah. he trapped <laughs> his ghost and he hid it in You're his horrible. house um, for, you know, like, for all that time. Do you think that had any effect on that town like do you think that changed i don't think it was for that long because he he died and then the yeah see people that actually saw the movie know (laughs) how long did he die before he died uh, it must have been like less than a week yeah okay before she even mentions phoebe mentions in her phone call to uh to um dan Aykroyd's character um i was hoping one of you would tell me which one that was because i totally forgot but anyway he's got the wiki brought up ask him is it spankler Right? Anyway, it doesn't matter. Ray um, Stance. Stance. No. Ray Stance is... Is Bill Murray. No, Bill Murray is Peter Venkman. Oh, yeah. sorry, my bad. I didn't Dan Aykroyd right is Ray Stance. Yes, you're absolutely right, obviously. Winston anyway, my Zen point is, in that, he said my grandfather, he died a week ago when they're talking gotcha. about Egon. So that's how you know it's only a week. So it, it really was, like, current day. I, I uh, know this though, if I watched the movie, as Joey said. And also, there, there's a character there named Podcast. In fact, I... I <laughs> yeah. I expected Joey to introduce himself as podcast on this. I'm actually surprised he didn't. But uh, yes. you disappointed in me. I'm not disappointed. Just surprised. I definitely not disappointed. And I was glad because we keep talking about the the older characters. I was I was pleased with the way that they connected them as opposed to 
the I don't even know what you want to call it a sequel or a reboot or or what the one with uh, Melissa McCarthy the mm-hmm. all uh, female cast mm-hmm. which y'all know me I I don't have a problem with that's what they did by making the all female cast I think mm-hmm. the problem was that they tried too hard to disconnect it from the original but then still wanted to throw in like Dan Aykroyd as the cab driver and Bill sure. Murray as the debunker guy or 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 whatever uh with all that i just i don't know i didn't like the way that they approached it i love the way that they approached it like look we're gonna go ahead and embrace it we're gonna have a connection this is gonna be egon's family obviously um you couldn't actually have egon in it because harold ramus passed away but i think they did a wonderful job at the end um with the technology that they used to include him they didn't try to do a voice thing it was just him as a specter or a ghost whatever um and and had his image mm-hmm. i thought that was perfectly done um not like cheesy at all i guess um or at least that's my perspective on it well it was um, sincere because there were there wasn't a dry eye in the theater the either only time thing I, and i guess i psyched myself up and i i should have known i was really hoping that even for just five seconds they were going to have Rick Moranis show up like they yeah, did with well, Sigourney Weaver at the end. And I was right. really hoping, like when Rick, Moran- uh, Rick Moranis, when Sigourney and Bill Murray were in the um, apartment or whatever at the end doing the little machine trying to figure out what's on the cards thing, mm-hmm. I was hoping there was going to be a ring on the doorbell and it would just be simply him just just at the door when they opened the door. Like that's all I would have needed. And I, I, I get it and I, I get why he's you know still doing what he's doing. But that's, that's probably my only one little thing that i would have wanted well, they, to see in the movie. i mean he showed up for ryan reynolds on a, on a cell phone commercial so i don't think you're like <laughs> out of line to think of that to be honest it's true um and i agree with you it'd be nice to see him on there but you know we'll take what we can get um but i think one thing to remember with ghostbusters and this applies to this this implies to the the version with the all-female version which i think is underrated personally but i agree with you it, it, they should have just completely distanced themselves or whatever um they're, they're even the cartoon the real ghostbusters back in the ni- 90s um it's a comedy and with mm-hmm. comedies they can do kind of stuff like that you know like it does it's not star wars where it's like absolute lore right canon. you know like it's a comedy it's supposed to be fun chill out a little bit so and that, that's one thing i've liked about ghostbusters and actually one thing that was in this film but i almost think they could have done more to be a little funnier like i feel like the, the funny parts came from like podcasts reactions to phoebe or I mean that's kind of it, really. No, you know, Paul Rudd was was Paul Rudd. Yeah, Paul Rudd had a few good lines. I love that line. Where I, like, you were supposed to watch her this summer. I was <laughs> kind of thing, you know. I, I'm I'm sure we'll talk about towards the end where we think this is going to go, but I'm hoping to maybe see more of the original guys. I, I'm obviously assuming that Ernie Hudson's going to be in there more from kind of what they alluded to in the in the post credit scenes but I'm hoping that we'll get to see more Bill Murray too again Dan Aykroyd could take him or leave him um but I think Bill Bill Murray will obviously I would love to see some Bill Murray Paul Rudd podcast interaction between the three of them I think that would I can't be believe they named someone's podcast that's just and then never no, he named himself either. podcast see if you've seen mean, the they, movie you'd have known that but they never still stupid. disappointed because I'm still waiting for him to say oh my name was you know, something fun instead of he goes by podcast the whole movie. I'm like, come on, dude, what's your real name? But I think it's actually kind of incredible though. They just looking more into this is that the, um, they first mentioned the cult of Gozer in the video game, which is insane. Like the fact that they were like, 
let's do this thing from like 20 years ago and let's let's continue it and continue to make it part of the story leave it as part of the story well and they linked a lot it. of times yeah they linked it they linked how this all got together and how it goes or was through the thing. game yeah well not even through yeah. the game through the movies because is, in the first is crazy that's right. marvel level like that's marvel it, it, level it was level. well really well done one yeah. thing they didn't explain very well i might be jumping ahead here is i don't remember the guy's name but basically the founder of the town who was in that coffin thing in the little pit of ghouls or whatever it was and i know i'm i'm kind of spit or skipping around here but he he was alive and well somehow mm. and they never really explained how or why I don't, I don't know if i would say he was alive and well he was he was like I, I don't know like in some kind of stasis i guess is the best way to describe the right but he was alive he they, he did move when the ghost showed up and i mean you know he's been there for who knows how long well yeah he was brought out of it i, I mean i guess he's he's kind of like he's almost mummified i i, I don't know if that's right the, I, that's the right my point i wish it. i would have explained how that worked because it was just really kind of weird and to be honest that part with him in it wasn't necessary in my part like Evo i understand shandor yeah that was his name you know who the... played him no you didn't know who that was mm-hmm that was uh, J.K. Simmons. I'm going to get oh, really? you, Spider-Man. Yeah. Yes. I didn't yes, know that was J.K. Simmons. Simmons. I guess I should have looked. I think I saw he was in the movie and then kind of got distracted and forgot to look who he was. Another anyway. crazy one. Do you know who played Gozer? I do because I'm on the wiki. I don't know. Olivia Wilde. Yeah. Really? I mean, it yeah. looks like her, but I wouldn't she have guessed She's uncredited. That. Yeah. She's uncredited. Okay. Maybe that's why. Do you know who's the voice of Muncher? I do because I'm looking at IMDb. Uh, <laughs> I did look it up originally to tell me again. It's Olaf. That's yeah. right, it is Josh, Josh Gad. That's right. Okay. I, I did know that one. Or at least I knew that one, I should say. Do you know who's Dana Barrett? I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, who? No, Dana Barrett Venkman. So, you know, we're Ooh, saying they, that they're yeah, married, they got married in the in the interim between all these movies. Uh, apparently. And, oh, either way, my point is, um, I, I, I don't understand why he had to be in there necessarily. I who are we talking he, about? I, Ivo. I oh. Oh. <laughs> Because he had to link the beams that he made to the New York place to get him back here. I get that. But there was no real reason for him specifically to be in it. As I'm far trying as to I think. There's a, there's a term in filmmaking and stuff for what his character is. And I can't think of what it is right now. It's driving me crazy. It's basically he's just like a, a means to an end. He's almost like a, a tool he's to be used. Device. Yeah. But... Uh, yeah, it's a, it's another it's a fancy name for a plot. But they didn't need him. They didn't later. need him in there like that, especially since he didn't last very long. Yeah, it just got ripped in half it's by really Olivia Wilde. Yeah, that was crazy. Um, but I don't really have a lot to complain about with this, and y'all so, know me. I'm usually one of the first ones to to nitpick mm-hmm. stuff and and find complaints and and fuss about stuff. But I just I just thought it was just a great feel. You know, feel like you're having a good time, you know, mm-hmm. family movie, summer blockbuster, even though it's not the summer, it was originally supposed to come out in the summer, uh, type of movie. I just, I just loved it. I just enjoyed I all of too. it. I, I mean, again, I saw it twice. I have, a, I have a few nitpicky things I could talk about just to see, and I mean, maybe I'm just wrong, because again, I had to see the movie twice and still feel this way. So the first one uh, that I was going to be <clears throat> really nitpicky about is, is why the hell, why the hell doesn't the metal con- or electrician, electric thing work? To capture all the ghosts, like it didn't work once. It never, you know, why? Why is Egon, who's showing off all his degrees, not able to work electricity? <laughs> you know what I mean? I know it's again plot device kind of thing, and really right. I, I'm assuming it probably just has to do with 
not knowing exactly. I mean, because you're you're just guessing here. And again, mm-hmm. I'm talking about in terms of of their world. Mm-hmm. Um, you're just guessing here as to how much energy you need for a spirit that that's that is that powerful. And so he may have just underestimated, or it may have been kind of old, faulty equipment that maybe yeah, just couldn't, couldn't kind of get going. And it was probably just a guess, you know, just like a lot of scientists in real life when they're first doing experiments and stuff. It's just a lot of it's kind of guesswork and trial and error initially. And unfortunately, he didn't have enough time to to repeat his his experiment um, after it failed that one time. Because they did, what did they end up doing? I'm trying to remember. They well, used uh, a photon beam to, yeah, to energize it. Okay, yeah. like, I can't think of his name in the ad the movie josh who? or something uh the guy who plays finn in in stranger things um oh god trevor trevor, trevor. Yeah. i can't want to say taylor i was like it's not taylor it's something to tea though but anyway um yeah so anyway that, that's how they got around that the one okay here here's my biggest nitpicky thing i don't know and this might be easily explained and i think it actually is but when they're have the billions of traps or you know however many there are on the farm open to get Gozer and what have you. Why? And I know this would have been really bad, but why didn't Egon get sucked up? I don't know. Maybe he's a different kind of, of spirit or something. My, my thought was he wasn't standing directly over it is think is why, but I was like, that is that exactly why I, I, I don't know. It's just something that popped in my head. I'm glad he did. That would have been a horrible ending compared to what he actually <laughs> if did. He had sucked in yeah. Gozer. Well, Egon's gone now. Yeah. But, um, it was, um, it was interesting. So I, I don't know. Um, it just, that's what popped in my head is my biggest, like, Oh, this is how that outwork. But again, if that's the worst thing I have to complain about, that should speak volumes for the movie. Yeah. Um, and like I said, you can, you can find nitpicky stuff. About yeah, totally. About anything, but it was, it was just, and it left me wanting more, which mm-hmm. I, I think is great. So like, mm-hmm. even if they wouldn't have had the end credit scene where they alluded to, you know, there being some stuff, you know, coming up in the future or whatever, I, I, I would have still been wanting and, and hoping that there would be more. I don't think anything's been officially announced yet, no, which is kind of no. odd. Um, that it hasn't been when they obviously are, are alluding to it at the end of the movie. Um, but, I definitely want to see another one. Like yes. I wouldn't mind this becoming a franchise like Fast and the Furious, like the Ghostbuster Afterlife Ten, the <laughs> Ghost and the Ghostier, or something. Right. The Ghost and the Ghostiest. I don't know, but um, I don't have friends. I have Ghostbusters. <laughs> they go to space. Yes. <laughs> well, so that you know what? Okay, here's another nitpicky thing, and this I'm going to link this. I promise. There was a ghost in there called Muncher, who we talked about was voiced by Josh Gad. He doesn't actually ever talk, but, you know, he makes noise. He munches. He does munch. But they, there's never been an origin story of any sort for him. They don't know where he came from. They don't know why he's there. We don't know where he's going. We don't know anything about why he is this only other ghost that's showing up here or even why he loves to eat metal so much. They never, ever allude to explain all that. Right. And that's like, I don't know. I like to know these things and I wish there was some something and maybe there is about that, but it absolutely opens the door to do more like that. You know what I mean? Like they can find out, okay, well, Muncher's still out there and there were other ghosts that they, they, they brought them all back in the end with all the traps. I know that, but there are other ghosts that they could still catch and really elaborate on 
to move on with the series however they decide to do it so that's exciting oh there's there's multiple directions that they can go with this you know mm-hmm. and i guess we'll go ahead and jump to it because we keep alluding we to do, it we do. Let's just do it. I'm so kind of at the end they show the ecto-1 heading to new york and that's when we get to hear the you know the iconic theme music which was great too that was another great nod to the original which you had to have um, it in there. You couldn't have. I'm glad. They oh yeah, I'm glad they did. I'm glad they didn't sure. try to like have a new song by Ariana Grande or something, or or, you know? or whatever that was that we heard in the the female version. But um, so and I don't know. You've seen it twice, Clinton. It's been mm-hmm. like a week or so since I've seen it. But I don't think they showed who was in Ecto One. I know they show it pulling into the old hook mm-hmm. and ladder fire station number whatever it was, mm-hmm. where uh, Andy Potts' character is. Can I think of her name? Janine. That's that right. right. Is it Janine? Um, and then Ernie Hudson's character is at, but I don't think they showed. So I don't know who came with it. Like, is the family going to move? Like in the in the next movie, are we going to get like some New York stuff and some stuff back in wherever they are? What? God, see, this is why we should record it last week. I can't think of the name of the city uh, that they lived in. Oklahoma. Somerville. Yeah, Somerville. Somerville. Yep. Yeah. Um, so I don't know if we're going to get a split. Like, I don't know if we're going to get stuff taking place in Somerville and stuff taking place in New York. And they'll just kind of be showing them going back and forth. Like, is the family, um, this the Spangler family, are they going to move back to, um, uh, what am I trying to say, uh, to New York? Or are they going to stay? Were they even in New York in the first place? That's another no, thing I, I don't, wasn't sure I don't think they ever really even said where they were, though. I don't. I don't think they said either. I guess no. we just assumed that it was maybe New York, but I don't. I don't know. I, it doesn't matter. So we don't yeah. know. Um, that's a good. It question. leaves a lot. It leaves yeah. a lot, which I think is great because we don't know who necessarily, unless they did kind of show it, and I just didn't catch it. Who was driving the Ecto One? They never did. No. Could have been Gruberson. I, I don't know. Could have been him. I, I'm just. Well, what they, I'm hoping they bring everybody back. Right, and I, I, I don't think they can just completely ignore him. To be honest, I think, I think no matter what they do, Phoebe will have some role. It might be, I mean, I'm hoping it's a lot of screen time. She did basically everything on her, you know, kind of on her own in a sense. It'd be interesting to see if they have her, you know, as a as a consultant off, you know, off wherever they're living now, or if they did move them back to New York City because because they left it, but the house still belongs to them and the family still has no money because nobody has a job. <laughs> you know and, what I mean? And they kind of were Ghostbusters at the end, but let's be realistic; these are just still kids, right? Mm-hmm. So even if you fast forward, let's say three years to the next movie. I mean, mm-hmm. maybe Trevor is old enough to be an he, he actual be ghostbuster. Right. But right. Phoebe but, but Phoebe's not podcast is not. So, mm-hmm. and I think the older guys, I think they're a little too old to be out in the quote unquote field mm-hmm. still. Agreed. Uh, so where are those? Because I wanted to say something. Oh, okay. Say something. No, I just so... want to disagree. <laughs> Oh, so, okay. Sorry. So that's, <laughs> and I guess that's what I'm getting to is, so you have this whole group that's too young, really, to be, like, mm-hmm. an actual group of, like, okay, this is our job now is to mm-hmm. go out like they used to on a daily basis and mm-hmm. hunt ghosts. And then you have the other group that's, like, too old. So that's mm-hmm. that's kind of my, my question is, where are we at with that? Like, is it going to be, like, maybe Gruberson and Trevor and maybe... 
Um, maybe Zedmore, maybe Ernie Hudson's character. Maybe it's the three of them because I could see him maybe being more involved than Dan Aykroyd and Bill Murray's characters are. I, I don't know. That's 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 my biggest question leading into what we'll obviously see as a sequel is what's the dynamic going to be? You know, is it going to be, oh, well, the kids are kind of back at the station house, kind of like Janine was, and they're not really out fighting ghosts, and, you know, Phoebe's more of, like, the brains at the... But, I mean, everybody's got a PhD and multiple doctorates and all that kind of stuff, so it's not like they necessarily need her in that role. Does that make sense, what I'm saying? It's not like she fills a void that Egon left, because they were all super intelligent individuals. Well, but, I mean, I think the thing is... She kind of has a gift, maybe it's the way to say it. Like, she has a talent that, a knack for it, maybe that's the way to say it. So, I think, again, she would be involved, especially since, Oh, yeah. And I, I would assume, and I mean, one thing about Ernie Hudson's character is we learned, you know, he's still paying for Dan Aykroyd's character's bookstore, which isn't making any money, it's, it's losing right. money. So, you're supposed to think he has a big heart and can financially support some things. So, I think that's going to be at least a portion of it, and that's maybe... You know, maybe they do live in the firehouse, but then they also do the ghost busting. And uh, again, there's another staff or they're involved. You know, who knows? I I, I actually trust the writers on this one, though, because of how good they did with this movie. Mm-hmm. So I think question, think it question for I think, me. Question, question for, for you. you. You're going to ask yourself a question? I'm going to ask a question. Okay. <laughs> yes, Nate. Question, Joey. For the teacher, Joey. Joey teacher. He's even raising his hand, boys and girls. <laughs> um, so do you think that there is a possibility that I know you guys are talking about this movie potentially obviously getting another sequel or mm-hmm. another installment. I wouldn't say sequel because this is like a third or fourth movie in the franchise. You're right, installment's a good one. Yeah. So they're definitely getting another installment. Do you think at some point they will take this thing international? Because it, it seems very contained right now. So the first two movies obviously happened in New York, mm-hmm. very central to New York. Uh, this one, again, they find a way back to New York, it seems like. So obviously new york is the center and where it all happened where it all started where it all began but with the kids being introduced with all these other characters being introduced do you think they will take this thing international because why not <laughs> i i think that's a good call that'd be actually pretty cool so one thing they did expl- they explained in the movie is you know oh it was all great and we were busting ghosts and we were doing you know then they started dwindling down to from 10 a week and then we only had one call a week and it's like while that's going on i'm thinking to myself well, why they never explained why that was. And I don't know if it was because, you know, Gozer was still around or if they were just afraid and in hiding or what, but um, absolutely. And again, like you said, that was just New York. Now we know there are other places. So if, if it national, at least if not international, mm-hmm. because Canadian ghosts, they'd be so polite. They just go away when you tell <laughs> oh, excuse them, me, like, eh? excuse me. Eh? Sorry. I didn't know I wasn't supposed to be here. Eh? Um, I could, I could see something like that happening, but I could see the next one being kind of a, more of a bridge to that. Yes, like yes. I could see them mm-hmm. setting up something to be like, okay, so Gozer was the main, you know, um, person that they were going after the main antagonist whatever you want to say in this one um and then maybe in the next one maybe there's another one but somehow this one kind of opens up some kind of gateway that maybe worldwide mm-hmm. you know ends up it's ends gonna up build up out. yeah it wouldn't yeah. just happen yeah i think so i think mm-hmm. this is i think the next one is what we saw alluded to at the end in other words i think this is the bridge between oklahoma and new york Mm-hmm. Like, I think it's mm-hmm. going to end up probably showing the younger kids probably still in... This is just my hypothesis. Yeah, I think it's going to show podcasts and Phoebe still in Somerville. You know you heard Trevor and Lucky, his... 
I, I don't want to call her his girlfriend because they, I don't think they were officially his female a couple companion. yet. His female companion, uh, his his girlfriend. Um, they talked a lot in the episode about wanting to go, especially Phoebe, about wanting to leave. Uh, not, not Phoebe, excuse me, Lucky. So mm-hmm. I could very well see the two of them maybe going to New York um, while the mom stays back. Um, and maybe he goes and she goes to go work with Zedmore at the new um, at the new place or the revived old place, I guess, is the better way to say it, in New York. Um, and then it kind of just eventually, maybe at the end, they all come together um, under one umbrella. And then yeah. maybe that can spark something new. Because then at that point, if you're talking about, okay, this is going to be a series of a couple of movies. So maybe at that point, by the time you get to the third Afterlife sequel <laughs> then you could possibly have podcast and phoebe being old enough to actually be ghostbusters along with the other two so that's what i'm thinking this next one's going to be is a further bridge than what this one was because they didn't introduce the old gang until the end i think they'll still be in the new one in mm-hmm. some capacity the only one whose role i see expanding is ernie right. hudson's character yeah. zed Moore. i don't see bill murray and dan Aykroyd being in there janine annie potts's character i could see her being in it more like i don't see sigourney weaver being in it much more i see them Mm -hmm. kind of doing the same thing they did in this last one but i could very easily see janine and zed moore being more involved and having almost as much screen time as as the other ones did and probably bringing in a couple other new characters for for the movie as well and and then international i don't know space station ghosts who knows you know what's going to happen multiple timelines ghosts yes ghostbusters they're gonna have multiverse of ghosts multiverse Drift. ghosts wow wow the potential's there i mean and the nice thing is i mean end of the day regardless of what happens they are bringing ghostbusters a revival and getting a new generation involved and while still appeasing the the older generation mm-hmm. you know it it was entertaining and it i it, i i said it there's no feige here but i do trust the writers I think they're going to do great. I think there's a lot of potential. I don't want them to miss out on it, not only for, you know, themselves and their money, but for our viewing pleasure because it, it was good. I mean, and Paul Rudd, we, you know, Paul Rudd, we, we've mentioned a few times, but not really. He was great in it. Um, I don't know why the adult would think to open the trap, <laughs> but he did. <laughs> of all the people to, to right, open it was trap, his yeah. idea. Um, yeah. But you know, at least he he was so enthralled with it, and you could tell he didn't like, you know, he he liked the science and hated his job. Right, <laughs> you know, so I could definitely see him being at least more involved, and I think he should be. He 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 has been the gatekeeper. He should uh, he should be able to experience uh, the other side, if you will. It was weird because I would say between him and um, uh, Trevor uh, Finn Wolf, Hart? you know, Wolfgang, I think is his name, isn't it? No, not Wolfgang. Um, it's Wolf something. Anyway, Wolfhard. Yeah, so it is Wolfhard. Sorry, yeah. all right, my bad. Um, I would say those were two probably the biggest names um, attached to the movie, um, and I don't think uh, Paul Rudd got. I mean, he got screen time. I'm not gonna mm-hmm. lie, he did get screen time, but he didn't feel like a he wasn't main a star. character. Yeah, right. He, he didn't manners. feel like that. So, so maybe he does end up being because again, like you just mentioned. And like I mentioned about Trevor and Lucky's characters looking to get out of the situation they were in. Mm-hmm. So he, like you just said, he's definitely a man that loves science but doesn't love his current 
career where he's putting that love to to actual use Mm -hmm. so maybe he does end up relocating and is part of that new crew as well and maybe his role does expand at that point well you all know you know i'd be okay with that so yeah of course and maybe dave Grohl will be in there as well (laughs) oh now now you're talking (laughs) now you've got him excited hey you have my attention sir hey february dave Grohl and the foo fighters are releasing a movie so just a heads up it's like a documentary though right it, well, it's a joke. I think it's supposed to be a joke because it's about the haunted recruit uh, recording studio that they recorded in. Oh shit, that's cool. Yeah. Is it gonna be like Spinal Tap? Like it's like uh, a mockumentary? I don't think it's tap, quite yeah. mockumentary style, but I could be wrong. I don't know what to expect to be honest. I haven't done that much reading on it, but I'm excited for February for Dave Grohl's movie with his friends. But we're off topic. Dave's so happy right now listening to this episode and hearing this shout out. We love you, Dave. <laughs> yeah, it's true, Dave. Come to Colorado, though. Quit going around it. They've been to Arizona, New Mexico, California, and Utah. It's too cold. It's too cold. They went to Washington. That's not too cold. They'd be fine. Anyway, my point is, um, yes, I agree with you, Joey. That'd be very nice to see an expanded role for him. And it would make sense why they put him in that role in the first place. Uh, it'd be it'd be good. And, you know, um, all the casting was actually pretty good. I can't think of anybody I didn't like the casting for, especially now that Damn I know they're really <laughs> Sorry, that why did like... Dan Aykroyd hate? I just need to understand. I just don't like him. He just he, is he it because just... he's Canadian? No, he just seems super like full of himself and super arrogant. Just the way he presents himself. Really, on, I thought I think the total. Opposite. I don't know. I just don't care for Dan Aykroyd at all. What about name... him? He's a wild and crazy guy. Name me your favorite Dan Aykroyd movie besides Ghostbusters. Dan Aykroyd movie? Yeah. Hmm. Uh huh. That's what I thought. Well, there's, uh, there's Exit, yeah. to, yeah, Exit mm-hmm. to Eden's popping in my head, but I, oh, know, come I especially on. love that movie. Blues Brothers? Um, Blues Brothers, there it is, yeah. Tommy Boy? He's in Tommy Boy. He is? I think he's in Tommy Boy. Huh. Anyway, but he's barely in it, I bet. I, You know, uh, I, I, Dan Aykroyd's always going to be the SNL for me, to be honest. Yeah. Um, you know, like That's when he's selling he the fish Lies like us. Should have stayed in Canada. Just like Nate, stay in Canada. Hot take. Well, we no, we don't want Nate to stay in Canada. We want Nate to come out of Canada so he can. No, stay. no, he can stay. Stay in Canada, Nate. Don't ever leave again. Okay. <laughs> See how easy that was, Clint. I, I, I guess. I mean, yay, good for you. Anyway, uh, Ghostbusters. I'm with you. I do want to go back and see the first and second one again. Look, um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna ask a question, and, and Nate can, can finally answer one too. Oh yeah, because um, he's done enough research now on, on Wikipedia. So we've had this debate a few times. So just kind of work with me on here. So we've had this debate a few times with Marvel movies. Uh, and then the Marvel TV shows as to if it would have like if it was a movie if it would have been better as a TV show or if it was a TV mm-hmm. show it would have been better as a movie. Let me mm-hmm. ask you this: If there was, I'm I'm not sure who distributed this and if they have a streaming service and if if there is how big it is. Would this franchise work better in a small screen? TV streaming format. Like, let's say Disney made this, okay? Let's say Disney had had bought the rights to Ghostbusters. Let's just pretend. Would this work better as a Disney Plus series? Or would this work better continuing as a movie franchise? If you, if you have to choose, I'd say movie franchise. Formula's not broken. Why Don't fix it. They actually know what they're doing here. My thought would actually be to do both. And I say that thinking that they could have a main storyline like they do now in the movies but it'd be really neat to have like a side storyline or a side thing a ghost of the week 
kind of yeah like mm-hmm. like the cartoon yeah. that's what i was thinking of that's what I, made me ask the question is because i enjoyed the cartoon series so much mm-hmm. i think a ghost of the week type thing would, would work very well for this or, or even like you know a, a mini series could work i mean i, I think yeah. i think the potential is actually there to do both and it'd be neat to do crossovers pun intended between the show and the movies and to have you know, crossover with the ghosts and everything. I think, I think it could easily lend itself to that. Cause the nice thing about this franchise is you can always create a new ghost. You know what I mean? Yeah. You can always right. create a new yeah. villain. It's there's infinite, never, yeah, there's right. infinite amount of villains you could create. And I, I, we use villains in quotations. Maybe they're misunderstood and it leads to something maybe else. They're good ghosts. Maybe, right. maybe they're I mean, ghosts. Maybe they're ghosts. We know that now. Ghostbusters are the bad guys. Right. (laughs) I'm I'm surprisingly on the same page as Clint. I I think it would work well if you would have a a movie every several years and then with some of the like podcasts could almost be the the star of the the series to where he's just like doing research. Like it's kind of like the the, you know the ghost shows you watch mm-hmm. now and that's kind of his thing he kind of goes and scopes out the places before the actual ghostbusters go and see to see if it's worth them spending their time or if it's something he can deal with with their little crew i think that would be very interesting i think it would be very interesting too that's what about true. you nate i yeah i think the way that the ghostbusters is set up is um i feel like like you said that there's just this infinite possibilities of stuff that they can do it it is not nearly as expansive as like the Marvel universe, obviously, because you know it's kind of hard to beat like that many years of comics right. and many years of storylines. But with the number of ghosts, the number of ghost hunters, ghost busters, like that's it's very possible for them to branch out and to do like we talked about the more international stuff, right? So there's definitely room there for more. I think they absolutely need to keep doing these big movies because. We waited how long for for this movie, and you know it's like people loved it. They like you guys said, you guys get the same feel as you did watching like the first two movies, and you you felt that, and that that feels good. Like I think that's like a, that's one of the super important because a lot of times when a movie comes out 10, 15 years later, you lose that feeling and you lose the direction. And I feel like from what you guys are saying, you don't lose that, and that's super mm-hmm. important. Right. Um, but I think absolutely they could benefit from a miniseries or some other kind of show that runs in tandem so every other year we get a series and then you get a movie the year after and then you just progress the story or do whatever you want with it but yeah you gotta do both i think in this day and age you almost have to do both it's not yeah it's small they're both gonna be money-making opportunities so Mm -hmm. why would you pass one up yeah i agree now how about this would you listen to a podcast by podcast yes would you only if he tells us what his name is (laughs) <laughs> I don't know if you ever would, but my, but uh, that even in itself would be an interesting additional branch to this franchise to see if they did a podcast with podcasts. Starring I mean, we, podcast. Yeah, we, I mean, we know there's at least 46 episodes plus some. I mean, how interesting would it be if they actually had a podcast podcast? And I'm not saying it has to come out every week or anything. Podcasts, but just to, podcast. Just to see if they actually did it. I think that'd be kind of fun, to be honest. Okay, so I'm going to ask another question. So I'll answer it first. Um, So let's say you had Jason Reitman's ear and you could tell him one thing that you wanted to see in the next movie and he would put it in there. What would it be? My request would be to put Slimer in the next movie Mm -hmm. like they did in the cartoon series where instead of him being like a ghost that they're hunting like a bad guy, Mm -hmm. that he's like a a sidekick, like he's their Scooby-Doo 
almost to where he goes like on mm. different like missions and and mm-hmm. ghost hunts with him and stuff like what that. What if what if it wasn't Slimer but a different ghost? Look, man, it, you you go with your answer. You tell yeah, the people at home you listening. Yeah. You tell you, can't take Joey's you tell Barack no, no, Obama. No, no, right, right. Uh, but I, no, I'm curious. Is that what so. you would want? <laughs> I want Rick Moranis. His muncher's already, still out there. Rick Moranis was still better. I, I yeah. Well, yeah, but no, I, I I like your idea a lot, and that's why I'm curious if it had to be Slimer, if it could be someone. No, I'd want to see Slimer. I, that I was one of my favorite parts of the yes. of the cartoon series was Slimer and just kind of being that lovable goofball type of Scooby Doo type mm-hmm. character in there. I, I, I think Rick Moranis would be my second request. Is to yeah, have Rick him Moranis is, just to have him show up for just a I think second. <laughs> I think it'd be funny to see Chris Hemsworth again as the uh, as the <laughs> just to make everyone rage, just to right. just just to whip everyone up into a into a frenzy. I but I I I actually liked him in that role. It was a fun role for he, him. He 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 was good. And here's the thing: I thought I know we're going back here, but that's fine. Um, I thought the female version was good outside of the Ghostbusters universe. I say the same thing with the Solo movie, the Han Solo movie, Mm -hmm. that if it wasn't attached to Star Wars, like if all of a sudden you changed all those characters' names and it wasn't like a Star Wars movie, it would have been fine on its own. It's the fact that Mm -hmm. it was trying to connect to a very established universe with new characters playing, or new actors playing the same characters that didn't work. And I think the same thing could be said with the female version of Ghostbusters. <clears throat> or if they would have just done some little throwaway tie to the movie, like, oh, hey, all those guys retired and did did other stuff. Or maybe they got so big they started franchising out, yes. and these girls just happened to get a franchise. I, I think it's just that one little nuance that just ruined it for, for everybody. Because it's not a bad movie. I've seen it three times. Um, that, I think that's where they messed up, was, was trying to cut all ties with the original franchise mm-hmm. besides the name. And it's like it's just it just didn't work for me in that way. On its own, if I just disregard that other like, oh, this is a parallel universe Ghostbusters. Mm-hmm. Okay. But it that's I, too I don't much. know. Yeah. It was it was too much. I to also would like to see Leslie Jones in it again because I I'm a Leslie Jones fan. I think they were all great. I love yeah. Melissa McCarthy. I, I, I loved Chris Hemsworth in it. I love um Kristen Wiig, and I can't like think Wig, of the yeah. fourth one's name. McKinnon. That's also McKinnon. Kate, yeah, Kate McKinnon. McKinnon is great yep. too. Yes, I, yeah. I think they're all great in it. And and if you talk about them being the five, the core of it, I, I think that they are missing an opportunity to not maybe do a soft reboot on it and connect it back into this universe somehow. <laughs> I just love Leslie Jones because she doesn't put up with your shit. <laughs> and she went to Colorado I, State. Go Rams. Oh, did she really? You really did. She played basketball. I'm not a big fan of her. Really? Yeah, it's not a not a big fan of her. Uh, I, I I don't know. I don't. I haven't seen her in much. Well, she just, hasn't been in much, and she always does play the same person. There's nothing. Yeah, it's that. just. But yeah, <laughs> I just not. I'm not a huge. Fan. You know what? You know what? Google or YouTube uh, Black Annie on um on <laughs> SNL, and you'll okay. you'll appreciate it. Um, but yeah. So going back to Joey's question, I would honestly love to see some kind of oh like alluding back to perhaps that Vigo is still around and that Vigo is still like this super villain that is going to make an appearance at a later date. Okay. So you mentioned that. So I'm gonna go ahead and ask this question. And I hate that we don't have like a Ghostbusters expert on yeah. here. So we tried. 
<clears throat> Damn you, so, Clint, for not being a Ghostbusters expert. Well, we'll see how quickly Nate can Google it. So <laughs> in the in the first movie and in this movie, and I can't, I can't remember a lot about the second movie, but they you know they they make a reference like in the first one it's there is no Dana there's only Zool mm-hmm. and and she makes that same comment the mom does mm-hmm. um, in this one as well mm-hmm. so where is Zool or who is Zool that's that's what I want to know have we have we seen this character yet it's an interesting thought I, mm-hmm. I'm just wondering like I, I feel like somebody's gonna be listening to this episode like maybe President Obama and it's gonna be like you idiot like how do you not know who Zool is and you're over here doing a Ghostbusters uh, episode um oh Zool is the gatekeeper of Gozer it says see see I should have looked that up before I asked that question now I feel stupid but anyway but but I like still I like this idea though so I mean it's mm-hmm. almost like Marvel Universe yeah we're busting ghosts but there's some bigger source yeah there's like there's a big baddie still out there so like okay let's just say vito vigo is gone but the the zool is still out there and zool can still possess people and take on different forms right okay so there's two so zool's the gatekeeper and then mm-hmm. the other one clortho is the key master which we saw both of those represented in ghostbusters one that was rick moranis and sigourney weaver's roles and then it was paul rudd and why can't i ever think of her name i was not familiar with this actress that played his daughter at all until this oh do you know who she was in marvel uh marvel movie do you know who she played i did look that up afterwards after i saw it and was pretty fascinated proxima midnight oh (laughs) really yes wow i had no idea carrie coon is the actress's name and she plays callie um, but so anyway, so that's, that's what I'm wondering. Did we see them destroyed at the end of afterlife? Clint, you saw it twice and just saw it recently, or could right. they possibly make a key comeback? Those, those two characters alone. So as I understand it, and you're like, you said, I wish there was somebody who was here with us to explain all this. Um, uh, Gozer is part of both of those. So without one, so those are both gone because Gozer's gone. Because oh, that Gozer can only be around if both of those come together. Right. Mm. And since those have both been taken apart and she's been, or he, she, whatever has been captured, they're not, they're no longer a threat. Hmm. But that's another thing though. Here's the other thing. The, the thing about Ghostbusters too, is they have the traps, but obviously that doesn't hold them forever. Like they don't ever, as far as I understand, they never destroy a ghost. I don't know if they just don't know how. I know they used to, you know, in the in the old movie and even the cartoon, they put them in whatever machine where they all live. Yeah, together. the containment unit or whatever. Yeah, yeah, but they never get destroyed, so it's not like they can't <clears throat> do something with that. You know what there's, I mean? There's so many places they can go. Like you know, when Nate was talking about the international thing, there's so many haunted places. I mean, in the United States, but across the country as well, like old castles and stuff. Like, they could go to the Winchester house. Mm-hmm. You know, that would be someplace cool for them to, to go to. Mm-hmm. There's so much stuff out there. That's why I was asking about the TV show deal, is because you could go to a lot of these famous haunted places and explore the, the lore of those places through an episode of, of a TV show. Where, whereas the movie, you can't... <laughs> I mean, you right. could technically do that to several of those, mm-hmm. but I think in a movie, I think you're going to do one big, yeah. you know, baddie, so to, so to speak, like they did. And and it was it was interesting that they went ahead and kind of redid it for this one and did one that they had already did. I guess that was part of their way of bridging it as well. But I would mm-hmm. assume in the next one that we're going to go in a different direction with some other some other big bad 
Um, it'd be nice. It'd be nice. Some original I, one. Because I think we've established that, you know, like you said, this is the bring the generations together and get a new generation mm-hmm. in. We've kind of, and that's that was actually going to be my next question when we got to it. Did this movie have too much fan service? And Nate, let me let me elaborate on that while Joey thinks about it. Like everything Ghostbusters from the first couple movies was kind of in this. We mentioned the mm. Zool part. Um, mm. the, the one point they're in jail, and the chief of the jail's like, "Who are you gonna call?" You know, <laughs> obviously there's all the Stay Puff Marshmallow Man. We who was right. obviously a the big deal. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, you know, there, there's all this stuff like that that, um, you know, was was fun to hear and and, and enjoyed it. And it, you know, and I, I'll answer the question first since I proposed it. I didn't think it was too much, but I think it was teetering. I think it was getting close. Um, it wasn't, you know, the last Star Wars movie, Rise of Skywalker, that you know, give everything a fan ever wanted. But I think it got close with some of the stuff it did include. I think if you're trying to connect two movies that are like 35-ish years apart, I think you've got to do a little bit Agreed. to connect to connect the lore. Mm-hmm. I think the one one thing, like I didn't mind the who you gonna call thing. I loved mm-hmm. hearing at the end the the old original mm-hmm. Ghostbuster song. I loved mm-hmm. the the small uh-huh, I love the small inclusion of the original Ghostbusters and um, Janine and, and mm-hmm. all that stuff. The only thing that I would have changed, and I don't know if it's necessarily a fan service thing, it just I guess if I'm really going to find one weak thing about it, and I didn't even really think about it until we kind of started discussing it, was the fact that you basically brought back the same big bad from the first movie and did it again here. It'd be like, mm-hmm. I guess, you know, I, I I don't know. Because I'm thinking like if in 35 years from now they're redoing all the Marvel movies and they bring Thanos back again <laughs> to, to, to fight with the new generation. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess that happens a lot in the comics as it is uh, and stuff like this, although this is not comic-based. Um, again, it's been 35 years, so I, I guess I can't complain too much about it. But, you know... It'd have been so much easier for them to do a different, a different character and establish somebody else in this one. I think yeah. that part was maybe weak that they well, did not have to do that. The rest of it I was fine with and enjoyed. Yeah, maybe I don't know though because I'm thinking to myself like, first of all, bringing the other generation and linking the two is a great idea, but it also gave the whole reason why Egon did what he did. You know I guess I mean? that does give some more weight to yeah. why he abandoned his family and why he abandoned his friends is that it was it was this. But you could have also gone in, in a different direction and said and upped it and said, okay, Gozer wasn't even the the top guy or girl. Mm-hmm. I don't know how you want to say it. Um, mm-hmm. And there was somebody above them that maybe he was going after. So you could you could have even done done something to still connect it to mm-hmm. to the original and then kind of upped it. Uh, a little bit more and said oh that's why like we thought that was bad that they had to deal with but you know he found somebody even worse it's kind of like the whole you know loki thing and no no loki wasn't the 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 mastermind it was thanos uh, you know type situation so they could have done something like that they might still I mean, maybe they, could, they could, they could, they could do that in the next one. So, You're exactly right. And again, so. it's a nitpicky complaint. It's, it's right. I don't felt, I don't feel like it was anything that distracted from it. But mm-hmm. I do agree with you that it was, it was, it was teetering. It was like if there'd have been one more thing, like if Muncher would have been Slimer instead, like that might have pushed it over the edge. Right. Eh, that was a little too much, like the original type of thing. So it's kind of like um, uh, Force Awakens being compared so much to New Hope. 
and yeah. how how many parallels there were between the two, but sure. they changed it just enough uh, for the new generation to, uh, which is one of the only movies from the uh, from the sequels that I actually enjoy is the first one, uh, and maybe that's why is because it did provide fan service to the original when and paid so much homage to it. So I can't really complain that much about it. No, Nate. The the moral of the story is go see it. <laughs> <laughs> or anybody listening for How many times Never. do we have to tell you this, old man? Never. Now, and you're just going to not watch it out of spite now? Yeah, just Probably. out of spite. <laughs> so that's, that's, uh, you guys bring up a good point about the fan service thing, because what if this movie what didn't take 10 years to, like, or wherever many years it was to do another one? Do you think they would have done the same amount of callbacks? Um, like, I feel like... I don't think they, so. Yeah, I think they had to. Like, Yeah, yeah, I agree. Because it was like... They want you to remember those movies. Uh-huh. They want you to know mm. that this is in the same universe. They want you to know that them as as filmmakers and as writers and as directors did not forget about the fans after all these years. Right? And I'm almost, I'm almost wondering if they felt, I don't know if obligated is the right word to use, but that they felt like they needed to almost after the ball was dropped with the female yes. cast version. They oh. were like... Oh, yeah. there was so much disc. Like it's almost like that version tried so hard to distance itself from the originals that it 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 kind of turned people off. Um, yeah. and so maybe they felt like, hey, we better go in the opposite direction. Um, because I w- I would argue this: if that female version doesn't happen, I would bet that they don't do as much mm. um of an homage to the original one. Yeah, that's a good call. I, think that's I could definitely see that being the case. Good call. Yeah. You know what's actually kind of funny is that the the way you're describing it is it feels very much like uh, the Terminator. How after Terminator Two they did all these other movies, and yep. the latest one that came out was literally nope, this is Terminator Three. Yep, that's right. <laughs> and it Jane, felt like this is like, what they're doing. Forget all the rest of them. Yeah, which forget all the rest. Was very of easy for me to do. Yeah, it was, it was very easy for forget all those. To do, yeah, except yeah. for T uh, Three since that one actually did have Arnold Schwarzenegger yeah. in a pretty big role yeah. in it. Um, but yeah, I, I get it. And I mean, yeah. it's, it's, it's whom I to argue with the artist and, and their vision for their, their, their work of art and, and how it's to be presented. If James Cameron wants to tell me that Terminator one, two, and then dark fate, I'm trying to think of the name of the third one. Like mm-hmm. if he's telling me that that's, that's the trilogy, then, then I'm going to listen to that man. And that's going to be the trilogy. <laughs> and that's the three that I'm going to, going to watch if I'm going to watch him over. So, James you know, Cameron. yeah whatever whatever they say about it i just i i hate though for that all-female version that it that they did what they did with it because i I think that cast was great Mm -hmm. like the five main ones including chris hemsworth character Mm -hmm. i I think it had so much potential i think we could have seen another sequel out of it but there was just so much wrong with it that was too hard to overcome i think even with the star power that they had in it Mm -hmm. because this is like peak melissa mccarthy when this came out, I know she's kind of fallen off here in the last couple of years, but I mean, this was, this was in, in the height of her and Kristen Wiig and bridesmaids and all that kind of stuff. So it had a lot of potential. So it, it makes me a little sad that they, that they didn't do well enough with it. But if they did do better, we might not have gotten the afterlife version. <laughs> Don't you love that, uh, that conundrum, that what yeah. if situation? Totally. Yeah. I, and I, I, and I want anyone listening to this really did listen to Joey about the, the female version. Like, Without the Ghostbuster tie-in, I think it, it'd be a lot more enjoyed. I think just expectations were so high because of the franchise itself versus the actual movie content. Yeah. And yeah, I, I agree with that. And yeah, so if you ever see it on 
TNT or whatever. See, you know, give it a shot. Just forget it is. the Ghostbusters. I've, like part. I said, I've seen it three times. Mm-hmm. I'll see, and I'd love to see it again. I, hell, dude, I'm so far behind. It's not even funny. But the point is, <laughs> um, yeah, I, I agree with you. It, 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 and the Ghostbusters franchise itself has actually always been really cool. We didn't even touch mm-hmm. on like any of the toys or. No. Or, oh uh, man, the toys! And apparently, there are video games I didn't even know about that would be awesome. So obviously, the franchise itself is just amazing. We, we didn't even talk about the awful cartoon series that came out where they tried to ride on the ghostbusters name and it wasn't really the ghostbusters so oh, the cartoon like that. had to be called the real ghostbusters the, <laughs> the guy with the the banana or the monkey or whatever yeah yeah I'm, I'm sure i'm sure somebody will cover that later but we're not going to but my point is um you know we focused a lot on the movie but obviously this is a franchise that should be just loved and forever because it's been around forever it's been around almost 40 years which is kind of crazy to think about um you know of course we miss um harold ramus um you know, it's funny. I think of Harold Ramis now, and I always think of like Knocked Up. I don't think of Ghostbusters, unfortunately, <laughs> but um, he was great in everything he's been in. So, um, a very fitting tribute to him, by the way. I think uh, I think you'd like. It to was see really that. well done. I think that yeah. I think that tribute to him and the way that they handled that part, I think was was very very well executed. Yes, and 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 a great great homage to to kind of tie a bow around his part of it. You know what I mean? Uh, and I, I'm I'm with you. I'm I actually do think that. Um, Dan Aykroyd and Bill Murray will not have much to do with wherever they go forward, but I think Ernie Hudson will, which I'm thrilled about because I like him and he's and he's aged well. You yeah, know? I think See, they'll have a cameo here and there. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I don't, especially if it does, if part, if at least part of it takes place in New York. Mm-hmm. where I'm assuming they're all still living at, I mm-hmm. think we'll see them for probably about the same amount of screen time. I would guess that we saw them this time. Again, my my guess is that Janine and Zed Moore will be more heavily featured in sure. the next one. We'll see. Only time will tell. We will so, see. Yeah. There you go. We're going to see. <laughs> We're going to see. Yeah. It's going to happen. Yeah, it's going to happen. It's going to be a thing. Giggity, giggity. Do it. Anyways... That was fun. Well, Nate, go see it. Anybody go see it. Like, even if you listen no. to this and didn't, go see it. Enjoy it. It's a great flick. I'm sorry it's not on any streaming service yet like other movies are, but um, it's enjoyable. It's a great. It's actually a really nice one to see in the theaters, too. Just an FYI, both times. The first time I went was opening weekend, and it was packed. But ever since the you know week later, not busy at all. So if that's, that's not a good sign for the movie, though. <laughs> that, that, I, well, but I think that's more speaks to the, the current situation and environment we're in more than the movie itself. Honestly, you know, like it'll be it'll be interesting to see what Spider-Man does. I think that's going to be the one that really gets people out. And see oh, yeah, definitely. Again. Um, you know, because I, I, you know, even Black Widow and Shang-Chi and Eternals as Marvel movies didn't do that. But I've really enjoyed going back to the movies and seeing everything I've seen with, you know, my father-in-law when we go. I'm, I'm sorry we didn't get to go see something this weekend, but uh, well, you know, there'll be more. There's lots coming out. House of Gucci and I want to see in cart. Is it not in Carta? Um, the new Disney movie. What can I think it was called? Encanto. Encanto. Thank you. Yes, I want to see that. I want to see that. I want to see Spider Man. You know, there's there's movies to see. There's a bunch coming out in December. The 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 uh, Kurt Warner movies coming out. Oh, Mm -hmm. Zach. American American Hero. I think is what it's called. I think you're right. Uh, My wife and I talked about going to see that. Sing Two is coming out. Um, We all love that movie. And then the next Matrix movie. That's Mm. what I'm waiting for. Is that coming out this year? December. Yeah. I uh, think around Christmas, if not on Christmas Day. So we will definitely need to record an episode about that, baby, because that is one of my favorite movies of all time. Like, top going, three. Going it's like that, and... Shawshank Redemption, and then everything else is tier two. I need to go back and watch the other ones, though, because I barely remember them. 
No, I've seen the first one like in the double digits of times, if not more than that. I'm not going to say triple digits, but I'm saying like high double digits, like <laughs> 20, 30 times possibly. Not the second and third one. But yeah, you're third, right. It comes out December 22nd. Kind of yeah. The first one's real good. Um, the second, third the second one kind of weak. Second one, I actually really liked it just because of the action. Like, it was super action-packed. The story didn't progress it was. much. Um, but Is the yeah, second the one the one, one with the twins? Yeah. Yeah. The freeway scene. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Okay. I'll give it up yeah. for the action yeah. scene. The action. The action in that one was insane. The first one yeah. really pushed the story, which was really dope. The third one, absolutely forgettable. Um, yeah. Yes. Interested to see what they're doing with this one. Oh yeah, we're gonna definitely be recording on this one one day. So that's like the day after Christmas. So might right, be right. three weeks after it comes out, like we did with Ghostbusters. But we're still gonna do it. It's right, gonna be a thing. Go. Weekly. <laughs> we'll do it. Or not. <laughs> Thanks for clarifying. There's only there's only do or do not. There's also we, we, maybe try. Well, there's there is try no if we record it. And it doesn't record. Anyway, let's wrap this up. <laughs> wrap it up, B. Anyways, thank you for listening. Be. Anyway. Uh, thank you for putting up with my Wikipedia reading and understanding. I will watch this movie eventually. It does look like a lot of fun. Um yeah, but absolutely I will say, please go check it out. Just to chime in, I don't think there's any reason to see it in like you know um, IMAX or anything like that. I think this right. is fine to see in a regular show or at home with your surround sound system or whatever the case is. So I, I don't think it had a whole lot of visual spectacles that were worthy of IMAX, in my opinion. That's fair. So just a heads up. That's fair. It's very unfair. Very unfair. How dare no you cares. be so unfair? So all that work Mr. IMAX put in. Mr. IMAX. Mr. IMAX. I forgot Johnny IMAX and his hard work. Yes. Or Jonathan IMAX, as he was known. Well, no, he likes to be Johnny because it came out in the 80s and 90s, so it's Johnny. Johnny IMAX. (laughs) It wasn't like six. I thought we just made up a new character, but does that sound totally believable? Johnny IMAX. (laughs) It's time to go. (laughs) Wrap it up, B. Thank you for tuning in. Hopefully you didn't get anything spoiled, but if you did, remember well, you, you did. blame Clint. I, I don't know how you didn't. We <laughs> right. talked about everything. Well, if you if you listen to it and then after you didn't hear our warnings and are getting mad about it now, it's your get fault. mad at Clint. Clint's the reason why. Clint's the reason for the season. <laughs> I don't even have to respond to that. Anyways, um, make sure you check us out on Twitter and Instagram, the underscore dorksman. Uh, Twitch.tv slash the underscore dorksman. Clint, are you back this week or still uh, on hiatus? I am on. Well, I, I'm on hiatus, but I'm still hoping we play some Super Mario World with Sully. I'll have to check with him. But I, okay. I am planning on playing at least games on Tuesday. Okay. Well, be on the lookout on Twitter to see when uh, Clint gets his setup back and running, hopefully soon enough. Um, we've got. Uh, yeah, that's, that's really it. Mm-hmm. Nothing else going on. We'd, I'd love to oh, do a oh, game oh, night we, at some We do point. have something going on. I do want to make sure. Uh, it yeah. won't be announced this week, but we will have a charity raffle for Ooh, yes, Extra yes, Life yes, coming yes. up. It, it, again, yes. it'll be after Emerald City Comic Con. Yes. Uh, we are not recording next week because Joey and I will both be MIA because we'll be there. So if you're there, come say hi. But after we get back, we will be doing a charity raffle. You do not want to miss it. Maybe I'll go watch those movies that I, I've should have seen for the podcast while you Maybe. guys are in Seattle. With and then you got to go back and listen and see how we did. You guys could have been talking about a completely different movie and I would have had no idea. <laughs> so there's this inspector, right? And his name is Gah. I mean, uh, no. <laughs> go on. I'm sorry. But yes, uh, if you are going to Emerald City Comic Con this week, uh, have fun. Be safe. Put a mask on. 
Um, and, you know, I wish I could be there, honestly. It's just still a little bit too up in the air for me with traveling, coming sure. from Canada across the border and whatnot, which I'm glad things are opening up and I'm glad, you know, they're, they're taking the process to do that. But also it's just a personal comfort level and random have fun. logistics. <laughs> yeah. And I also don't want to see Clinton in person. That's totally fair. I, I could avoid you. I mean, I'll have, I'll, you know what I'll do? I'll put on two masks. I'll have one over my mouth. And Why would you avoid me? Do I owe you money? No, no. So to make you happy, so you don't have to see me. Yes, one over your eyes and one over your yeah, mouth. Yes, right. please. Just, just with your nose. Just, with your <laughs> just nose. no, no. My brother's nose has got to be covered. So, oh, that's no. true. That's true. Um, but yes, if you are going, please have a great time. Remember our uh, con etiquette. We did. Uh, we talk about it all the time. Uh, we've done plenty of episodes in the past. So please make sure if you need a refresher to, you know, check that out. Take a shower once in a while. Um, hey yeah. guys, guys, I might have stick. Ooh, stickers, pins, some bootins. I, I, I'm out of bootins. I don't have any boutons left, but I do have stickers. Joey's got boutons. So maybe I, maybe do. I need to dig them back out and, and throw them in the bag. Yeah. So yes, there you go. So yeah, look for these guys, grab some stickers. We have a lot. I still have a ton of stickers that I was meaning to give away when I went down this time. But again, hopefully soon uh, you'll see my beautiful face in person at a convention. It is if beautiful. that's what you want. That's what that's I want. What you want. Okay, that's what you want. I'm gonna cut holes in that ask mask around my eye so I can see you. Well, that's you just why to make it weird. Why to make it weird. <laughs> it it's is Clint. It's what he does. It is, right. It's very on par for for Clint. Um, Don't try to change. But yeah. <laughs> yes. Have a good time. Enjoy yourselves. Yes. You we'll boys you. have a good time. Tell Will everybody do. I said hello. Um, <laughs> Nate said eat shit. <laughs> yeah. That, <laughs> that sounds like him. Works. That sounds like him. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, anyone else got anything before we wrap it up? No. Nope. Uh, nope. Hope to see you guys if you're in Emerald City, but if not, hope to see you some other time. Excellent. Go watch Ghostbusters, Nate. Yep. <laughs> With that, that's my secret. I'm always angry. Shout out to Johnny IMAX. <laughs> Word, homies. This has been a Cross the Streams Media Podcast.